This time of year, do you uh, do you pay attention to number one seeds? I mean, just not as necessarily a coach, but as March comes, just kind of a thing of interest or? Sure. I, I mean, I, I don't follow it like maybe some fans do on TV, and I don't look at every day at Joe Lenardi's latest uh, up-to-date bracket or anything like that, but I'm interested, and, and uh, I hope we're up for discussion and all those things. You know, last year we were up for discussion and ended up being a, a two seed, but I, I still think it's a, a little premature and a little early to, to get hung up on that stuff. We, we, we've got, uh, you know, three more league games to play, and then I do think after the, the league races – is over with and we prepare for the Big 12 tournament, I think that's when I'll probably start thinking about that kind of stuff more. I saw a picture on the internet of a, a guy modeling a bunch of those newfangled uniforms from a bunch of different schools. Newfangled, that's a, <laughs> that's, is that a, is that a Jersey term or, or what? It's a kind term. It's a kind term, okay. <laughs> uh, one of them was Kansas, are you gonna wear those in a game? Or? We are going to, we agreed with Adidas uh, several months ago to sport uh, that uniform as part of their marketing campaign uh, in the Big 12 tournament. Now, how much we wear them in the Big 12 tournament will probably depend on how we play in them or whatever, but, but we, we will sport them uh, uh, in the Big 12 tournament at some point in time. So, and I think all the other schools have agreed to do that too. That was one of their big marketing pushes. They tried to get all the schools to do. And as everyone here knows, uh, Kansas uh, tradition and and history should be what is promoted for rather than uh, in 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 our look. And, and we've done that for years. But this is the one game or whatever that we will make that exception for Adidas. Did did they? Uh is there a financial reward for the schools? I don't know. That's between the. I don't. I don't know about that. That's 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 with the athletic director. So. What do you think of those uniforms? It's been a long time since I saw them. Uh, you know, we we would wear white. Uh, so, I probably don't think as much of them as what I do with the normal ones we wear. But but, uh, you know, for a game or two, I don't think it's a it's that big a deal in the Big Twelve tournament. Sometimes you got to be a team player, and, and, and uh, Adidas has certainly been good to us. There's no question, and this is something that they that was important to them that that they are able to market it with with some other schools that that uh, uh, they feel uh, that can help them in this area, and, and certainly uh, we're going to do that to try to help them. But it's not going to go any further past the Big 12 tournament. Bill, you mentioned the, the league race. Um, you haven't had to think about this in a long time. Could you? Is there a scenario that where you would be able to consider a season a success if you didn't win the league? Uh, absolutely. But probably not as much this year because we started out seven and zero. Does that make sense? You know, going into the season, twenty four and four, twelve and three, tied for first, sell out for it. But after you start out seven and zero and nineteen and one, it doesn't seem quite as good. Uh, uh, big picture, absolutely. But the way the team we started the league race, I'd probably say absolutely not. But you know, the whole thing is, I, I, I believe this, Sam. I don't think you can have a special season unless you perform well in the NCAA tournament. So we've had thirty-five and three, thirty-three and three. Those are great years. You can't take that away. But were they special? Well, we didn't get quite get done what we thought we could have got done. Last year's season was special. 
because we advanced. Uh, uh, when we won the, the league, when Mario and all those guys were freshmen, great year, unbelievable year. But we need to win in some games in the tournament to make it a special year still. And, and I think that's still the case. So you can have a special year and not win your conference. I don't think you can have a special year and not do good in the tournament, at least the way I look at it. So, uh, uh, but, but there's no way, and, 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 and depending on how things fall, uh, I don't think there's any way I'll look at this season as being not a good year. But we got a chance to make it a great year, and then we'll have another opportunity to make it special. But this has been a good year no matter how anybody looks at it. We are, we are uh, competing for a conference championship, one in which K-State and us both control our own destiny. In, the, in that regard, and one in which that, you know, we're, we're ranked pretty high uh, nationally. And I think if any fan would have thought, hey, going into three games left, you could win the league and be a top five type team nationally, I think everybody was sold out for that. You know, the problem is we had the three game mark, which magnifies negativity, but, but uh, uh, I like where we're at. Coach, not to get too far ahead, but on that subject, if your team wins out and if K-State wins out, technically it will be a split title. Does that bother you, knowing that your team beat them both times? No. No. The rule maybe should be changed? No. I don't see, I don't see how if, 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 if you play everybody and everybody's got the same record, you tie. You know, the, the only thing that – and the seating in the tournament doesn't matter either. You tie. Now, what would you – know, you know, we used to say this against Texas all the time. Texas had beat us in the regular season a couple of times, and then we tie for the league championship, and then we get an opportunity to play them in the Big 12 tournament. Well, since there's a tie, now we get a chance to determine the outright winner. So, so, but, but the, the, the whole deal is I, I, I don't want to share, don't get me wrong, but the fact that if we have the same record, then it's a tie. I mean, that's, that's how I look at it. Coach, Travis Relaford is getting close to 1,000 points. Does he live up to the expectations that you set for him back when he was a redshirt, all, all that stuff? Oh, yeah, Travis has been better than what I even thought he would be. He's been great. And, and uh, uh, as evidenced the other night, the way he played in Ames, he was fabulous. Our seniors were all terrific the other night in Ames. And, and, uh, and yeah, Travis has had a remarkable, remarkable senior season. How important is he to your team? Describe that a little bit. Well, he's probably the, 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 the personality of our team more than anybody else. He's probably the, the, the glue to our team as much as anybody else. Um, and he's, and I think he gives us an element of toughness probably as good or better than anybody else. So he's as valuable to our team as any of the guys we've had on our team, without question. I, you know, Ben gets most of the notoriety and scores the most points, but if you were to ask our players, you know, Travis is just as important as anybody. Coach, did you have a chance to see those the, the threatening and racially insensitive texts that the Iowa State fans uh, tweeted out there regarding Elijah? And if so, how do you handle that with him and what do you do about it? Well, I, I, I haven't read every one or seen them, but I know I'm aware. I was told. And and, uh, and Elijah's aware and told and, and that kind of stuff. And and Elijah and I have talked about it. and and. The thing about it is, you know, I, I think those things are, are, uh, are uh, you know, totally wrong, insensitive, no place in society for that kind of stuff. But I will tell you this, I don't think that Elijah and I are going to dwell on it 
I, I, I mean, uh, we talked about it this morning, and you know, I, I would think that would probably bother anybody initially. Uh, but this, the Iowa State student body has responded in, in a very uh, uh, in a way that left no doubt where they stood on the things that were said and the issues, and, and uh, uh, that's good enough for me. It's over. You know, I, I'm not going to burn any energy wasting on that, and I don't think Elijah will as well. And and uh, that was a, that was a. a an unbelievable basketball game with a with the best performance that we've had since I've been here by an individual, and you know to have things like that happen at the end, and there was you know some other things that happened. I don't think that that should take away with what actually happened in the game, and, and uh, I'm excited for Elijah that he's got his mojo back. I'm excited for a lot of things, and, and uh, uh, I know that he didn't like what happened, but at the same time, hey, things like that do happen, and, and, and unfortunately. There are, there are idiots around in all different areas, and that should not take away from the 13,000 people that were at the game that cheered their team on and, and, and did it wholeheartedly, and, and it was an emotional game that a couple people responded that way because you would have that way in every scenario, in every business, in every, at every school that you'd have a couple people that, that would go against what would be right uh, to uh, – to make some form of statement. And, and uh, Iowa State people, I've always enjoyed going there, and I'll enjoy going there just as much moving forward, and this, these t couple of idiots will not have anything to do uh, with us enjoying that going forward. Coach, at the end of the uh, – earlier this week, the Big 12 came out with a statement saying that some officiating errors have been made at the end of the Iowa State game. Do you agree with that, and did they contact you personally to tell you specifically what those were? No. I uh, – uh, I don't want to say I don't agree, but I will say they haven't contacted me to tell me what the errors are. Uh, I have talked to the B-12 office, but not about that. Uh, I, I will say that I think, I think we're I, – I really believe, and, and I don't, I'm not speaking behind the B-12 office's back or anything like that. I think we're really trying we're, – we're on the verge of crossing a line that, that, that I, I think – isn't good. I, I think that we benefited from a no call. Okay, there's been many times that we haven't benefited from a no call. There's been many times that other coaches have benefited and haven't benefited from a no call. We benefited from a no call in a big time game, and I'm not going to make light of that. Okay, we 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 were the beneficiary of that one play. Now there are other plays in the game too, but we were the beneficiary of the one play that received all the attention because it was game point. Uh, I, I, I am, I'm concerned that <clears throat> now, have we opened up Pandora's box, that now any time that something happens in the future, now we have to make a comment about it. You know, I've always thought you handled your situations in-house. Uh, now the next thing we'll know since we put out there that there's going to be some type of disciplinary action, possibly, now the next thing is all you guys are going to wonder, tell us what that is, when is it, all that stuff. So it all, all it does is open up for more questions. And if, and if the Big 12 office think it's best to answer those questions, then they did the right thing. But if, but, but if they don't want to respond moving forward to those questions, then why do you respond that way initially? So that's up to the Big 12. Uh, 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 I, I, I'm not saying right, wrong, indifferent. What I'm saying is I think we've opened ourselves up now to different things. Now uh, – 
Is it like the NCAA tournament where you have a, 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 a coordinator of officials come in and say it's a wrong call, this or that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we want to go that direction. I don't know. But but to me, to me, it seemed a little stern uh, uh, with the approach based on how things like that have been handled in the past. Because I think the way things have been handled in the past have been handled, but it's not public knowledge that it's been handled. And now that it's public knowledge how it's been handled, now the next case in the next game, what's the league office going to do about this? And and uh, I think because there there will be next cases because we're dealing with human beings, and and uh, uh, that's the only thing that I would say. You know, I don't really have a a problem with what the Big Twelve did. I, I just think that it opens up the avenue for more things moving forward. Do you think the Big 12 or the conferences should handle officiating or should it just go under the NCAA umbrella so that the leagues don't have to deal with, with it each separately? Especially I, considering the refs work for so many different leagues. I, I, I think that that's kind of an inexact science, something that's been thrown around a lot. Uh, I think that most coaches would love getting it under one umbrella without question because I, I do think this. I think that guys get used to calling a game because they're human. A certain way, the way the ACC plays, as opposed to the Big East, the Big 12, or Pac-10, where the rules are the same. It's just style sometimes dic dictates a little bit differently how it's called. Uh, and you know, you get to the NCAA tournament, and there's no more style. You call the game the way the rules are written in the emphasis. So, I think that there's, and, and that's not on the officials. That that's not on the coaches. That's that's like, you know, in in, in some in some leagues per se. Let's say you have guys have four big guys each, they can afford to pound the crap out of each other because they got fouls to give. And some leagues where you have only two big guys and you got to keep them out of foul trouble, you play totally different. And then you get in the NCAA tournament and then how is that called? Uh, 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 so I, I would like to see it probably be more unified without question. I would like to see us get officials from the Pac-12 and from the Mountain West and from the SEC and the ACC and the Big East and the Big Ten and Conference USA, I'd like to see all those guys because you get in the NCAA tournament, you end up getting a guy or a crew that two of the three most every game hadn't seen you the whole season, and so that's okay too. But I don't, I think, I think that's okay. But sometimes in your own league play, you get guys that have seen you every three or four games, and and, and sometimes you can get too comfortable and you get too used to a style of play and this and that and and. Uh, uh, I think there's some things that we can do to probably help it, but that's that's not that's not in the least bit cri criticizing the officiating. I'm not criticizing the officiating at all. I think there's some things that maybe can make it easier on the f officials if we if we have more of a unified uh, more of a unified structuring, so to speak. Is that realistic? I don't know. I know it's been kicked around, but I, I don't know how realistic it is. You know, in the near future. Does geography come into play for the refs? I mean, if they geography does come into play, but you got to understand this too. We got guys from North Carolina calling in Lubbock, and you got guys from 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 uh, Spokane, Washington, calling in Lawrence. I mean, so so from Spokane, Washington. So it does come into play. That's why maybe you do four different sites or regional geography or something like that. I don't know how it would work. I'm not I'm not an expert on many things, and certainly officiating is not one of them, but. But I, I think that would be something that, that could uh, that could potentially benefit a lot of folks. But if you get into that, now you now you got the individual individual contractors and, and, and how often they can work and you got a, a lot of other things going on that, that may not be legal to do something like that.
Coach, when, when you said Elijah was maybe the, the greatest performance you, you've seen here. Here, yeah. Was it the setting, the, the, the points? What, what was it that you? I think it was the setting, the points, and, and there were no easy there were no easy points. I mean, hey, you, you get a lot of times, guy, not a lot of times, it never happened to me, but a guy may score 20 in four or five minutes because the other team has to foul to catch up or something like that. This is a guy making plays every possession. If he don't make every play, then we lose the game. And he had to make, you know, five or six consecutive plays in a row to give us a chance to win the game. And I think that was what was amazing about it is, is he did it when the stakes were at the very highest. It's one thing to get on a roll during the middle of a game or it's one thing to have points at the end of the game. He got his stuff when it mattered every possession. And I think that's what made it the most special. How important is that, considering the stage of the season you're at, to see him getting his game back now that you're, you know, within the stretch run of starting looking at the postseason? Oh, I think it's so. I think it's imperative. You know, uh, you know, you, you you go to Ames and 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 you guys, other than Gary, I don't know if there's very many stat guys here, but you go and, and the other team makes 17 threes, and the other team goes 29 to 34 from the line, and the other team has eight turnovers, and Ben scores seven points. How do you win that game? It's because we had different guys step up. So I think I think the fact that different guys are stepping up, I think it does nothing but give us confidence moving forward. How has, has he been with the young guys this year? Elijah, he's been great. Our, I, I I knew our guys liked Elijah. I didn't realize how much they respected him and liked him until after the game. Because I, I, I have never seen a group of guys more happy for one guy than they were for Elijah after the game. His game evolved since he's been here from being a guy who was maybe super athletic to more of a savvy scorer. Uh, I, I think that he's learned how to play better. I think that, uh, uh, you know, he, he's still an athlete. And he's shown f glimpses of being athletic like he was when he was a freshman here of late. Uh, but but uh, I think the thing about it is he, he's just learned how to play. I think he's a much better basketball player than he was when he got here. There's no question about that. Um, you know, you, you look at the, all these NBA players, you know, that, that they're freaky athletic their first five years in the league, and then they become great the next five years in the league because they, they learn the game gets in slow motion. I mean, it's not in fast forward anymore. It, it's You see it, you feel the game differently, and I think he's become one of those guys. Coach, is your college career wound down as you got closer to your – Final game, your senior year. I can't remember my college career. <laughs> if I would have scored, I think, 371 points my final game, I would have got to 1,000, something like that. <laughs> Go ahead. Huh? I tried. I actually did. I, I, I did try. I shot an air ball from the free throw line. That deflated me a little bit. But, but I did try. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, as, you, as your career wound down, and, and maybe you didn't have – you know, the, the NCAA carrot to, to, to look forward to. What, what were your thoughts as your, as your career wound down? And as a senior, did you did it not hit you until that final game was over, or did you start thinking about that leading up to your last game? Oh, I, I think I thought about it. You know, the, the I was probably a little bit different than the guys that we have that are seniors this year in that I knew that, that my chances to play professionally were, were really not very high. And so... I had prepared myself that this was it. You got guys now that, that you have so many more opportunities after college and, and to go play in different things. You got guys now that what is my next opportunity? And, and you, you, you bundle in all the emotion. Like for me, it was great playing at Oklahoma State. I absolutely loved it. 
That's all I knew, but I loved it. You know, when you think about these kids, this is all they know to run out in front of 16-3 every night. They have been so spoiled, and I do think when it gets down to the end of it, I think they realize just how good they got it and how great they've had it. And, and I think it's one of those things that, that you think it'll never get here, and then when it does, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it's here. And, and I don't know of anybody that I've coached that's played here that wouldn't give a lot to run through that tunnel one more time. And so, so uh, uh, I think it was different with me because I knew my, I was done, but we got four guys that are going to go play ball next year. And, and their whole focus is leaving a legacy. And, and uh, you can ask them that, but I, I think they want to be the team that has done something special because there's so many special teams that's been there before them. And that's how they'll be judged over time. And so uh, I think it's a little bit different for them, but, but one that I know that they all respect immensely uh, as they're going through the process. Have teams uh, adjusted to Ben in certain ways over the last couple of weeks? And is he kind of finding ways to counter those adjustments? Uh, you know, I, I don't know about the last couple of weeks. I think teams are guarding him a certain way for the most part during league play. And, and uh, you know, he's had, his good, he's had his ups and downs. He's been more consistent at home, obviously, and st stats back that up. But, you know, the, 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 uh, he's young and just figuring it out. And, and, and I do think that every time that he goes through something, he becomes better for it. And just like I think the things that he went through at Iowa State, even though he was effective, he stretched the defense, he allowed other guys to get touches, you know, that kind of stuff, even though we may not see that as him having one of his better games, I think he'll be a better player before, for it because he went through it. So yeah, everything's a learning process, and we certainly need him to play great moving forward because he is our most talented guy, but, but, but uh, uh, he's also got to figure out and find ways, which he is definitely trying hard on, how to help the team win when things aren't going great. And I think he's becoming more complete that way. Uh, oh, he's been great. I mean, hey, our, our young guys love our seniors, and, and, and they're unselfish. Our young guys want Ben to be the best player, you know. So, I mean, they're unselfish. They, they want because when Ben plays great, you know, he, we know he's different. And, and uh, uh, I think it's pretty cool to have guys who bust their butt for four or five years and get to their senior year, and they just want to win. And so they want all those young kids to do well. Another overtime game in the last 13. I think you guys are 12 and 1. You make anything out of that or just kind of an anomaly? Uh, I hadn't, I didn't realize that, but uh, I, I don't know if I make much out of that uh, at all. But that's, hope you didn't jinx us, but, but, uh, yeah, sorry. but <laughs> th that, that is, that's a stat I didn't know. That's a pretty amazing stat. Do you like seeing the Kitty and K State rivalry kind of play out in Big 12 standings? No, I'd really prefer to be up two games. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it is good for our state to have K State good. It's good for us because it raises the bar, and it's also good for the state to have Wichita State good. So that's all good for everybody. It's not at our expense. What do you remember about the first West Virginia game? We played great early, got off to a great start, and puttered around. And, I think we go up eight at halftime when it should have been 12 or 14 and, 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 uh, and then kind of hang on. I, I don't know if they took the lead, but cut it to one the second half, I know. And, and then we just kind of hung on. But, but I know we played pretty well for about 15 minutes and, and then kind of labored the last 25. And, and we turned the ball over and their pressure did bother us. Talk a little bit about the challenge of you pushing against Bob Huggins and everything that that's been over the last few years. 
we haven't gone to get we ain't gone against each other very much. I think we've only coached against each other like five times. So uh, he's a great coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach, and his kids play as hard as anybody in the country. And and uh, without question, you know, and their win loss record is probably not what maybe he had thought uh, going into the season. But I but we'll get an unbelievable effort, and you know, they played Baylor really tough last night. And and uh, but but they're, he's as good as our game has. Uh, as far as total package of coaching, and it's been that way for a long time. Coach, does the milestone um, victory for you personally have any chance to reflect on that, or does that come after the season? I mean, you heard from any of your uh, mentors or former players? Yeah, I've heard from a lot of them. I've heard, I've heard from both. I, I've I've heard from a lot of players, and. Uh, you know, I told several of them if we hadn't recruited you, we could have got there a lot sooner. You know, uh, uh, but uh, no, the reality is I'm joking about that. We've had so many good guys, and you know, Tyrell and Brady texted me yesterday, and and I think Bra- Tyrell's like second all-time winningest player in NCAA history, and and Brady, if you count all five years, won like 164 games. It was some ridiculous number. Uh, uh, like that, and, and I, I told Brady, I said, you've been a part of 33% of them, and you've only been here five years. I mean, it's unbelievable the, the, the run that we've had uh, of late, and, and certainly we've had so many good players, and they've all played a role in it. But I, I do think, you know, I'm not that sentimental, and, and of course 500 is, isn't a huge number by any stretch, uh, and hopefully we can get a, get a, a, a couple more at least. But, but uh, uh, I think it look back, I think it's pretty cool to realize how many people played a role in, 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 uh, in the success that we've experienced. And, you know, I owe those guys everything because coaches don't win games, players do. Can you win another 500? No. Do you have the energy to keep doing it? No, no, no. <laughs> no, there will not be another 500 unless they allow us to start playing like 80 games a year. So that would be the only way. Too stressful to imagine that? That means I'd have to coach a long time. I mean, I have to coach till I'm your age, and 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 and, and I don't want to do that. So so, uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't think that'll happen.